Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Now, listen, they want me to say hello. Welcome to the James Well Best Bits of Tonight's show. I wish you can hear every night, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio from 7 till 10. But I said, wouldn't it be best to call it the worst of whale? So have a listen. See what you think. Uh, I want to talk about the uh, trouble in Hong Kong, which seems to be getting worse and worse and worse. Uh, Dominic Rabb says Hong Kong security law violates joint declaration. Um, now, our good friend Tom Tugendhat, Conservative MP for Tunbridge and Malling, chair of the Foreign Affairs Committee, joins me now. Tom, good evening. Hi, James. How are you? I'm all right. Well, you know, sort of getting old, but all right. Um, Tom, what do you think about this now? I mean, China seems to be doing whatever it wants and nobody, nobody is batting an eyelid. Well, look, we've got we've got one of the world's most well, it's the world's most populous country and it's one of the world's largest economies. So unsurprisingly, it has an enormous amount of power. And what we're seeing is we're seeing uh, that power being used. And I'm afraid it's being used against its own people, most of all. So Hong Kongers, of course who are Chinese, are being, uh, having their freedom stolen. But also, if you go a bit further west in Xinjiang, we're seeing a million and a half Uyghur Muslims locked up in concentration camps, effectively, and we're seeing uh, Uyghur women being uh, compulsorily sterilized. And in China proper, if you like, we're seeing uh, Christian churches being closed. It's, it's a very, very repressive state, and I think we do well to remember that. Why aren't these stories making the headlines over here in the same way, Tom, that uh, the fact that Putin has been giving money to the Taliban, almost putting uh, a bounty on the heads of them, killing America and British soldiers, yet you hardly ever see anything in the news, apart, I think, we're the only programme that talks about it. James, look, you, you, you know, you've been in the media a lot longer than, than I have, and, and all I can say is I don't know. It, it, it really astonishes me, because this is really going to be the determinant story for the coming generation and we really need to wake up to it because, you know, if, if we don't start reacting now, and I don't mean confronting, I don't mean getting into a fight or anything, but if we don't start defending the things that matter to us now, then we're going to wake up in a few years' time and find out that we can't defend them because actually we've already lost the way. And that's, uh, you know, that's simply not acceptable. But this was the only move they can do, isn't it, Tom, uh, is to tell the people they can move here because that really does, uh, that's the only thing we've got. To get, and they won't like that because it could cause a brain drain. Well, I think you're right, Ash, but the, there is something else we can do, actually, and I really want to see us do it. It's to uh, partner with others. Look, you know, there are countries around the region and around the world who are as dependent as we are on the international rules-based system. By what, you know, and let's, not, let's not dress up fancy words. What does that mean? It means well, China isn't. Well, they are. China actually. isn't. 
if they yeah, are. But they choose the not is, to. But they choose, they, they pretend they're not. Now, the reality is they have so much U.S. debt. Most of their trade depends on export, not on internal production and consumption. So actually, if uh, the international rules-based system falls apart, that ability that we all have to trade and travel freely, then the people who will suffer will be, yes, Brits, of course, but also many, many Chinese people. So this is actually fundamentally against China's interests, and I think we need to be quite clear about that. Yeah. I mean, it's it just doesn't seem that anybody is really <clears throat> saying, OK, well, we're going to let those people who want to come over here, come over here. And quite rightly, by the way, because they have been uh, British citizens without the right to come to Britain, which seems very yeah, strange to me. But they would rather live in their own country. And why not? Of course they would. We're doing nothing. I mean, I'm still very angry, though, about the... Uh, the, the bounties put on the head of uh, our soldiers in Afghanistan, and nobody is talking about that. And somebody's got to bring it up, Tom. James, you know my views on that. You're surprised to hear it's absolutely disgraceful. I, I knew at the time when I was out there that the Iranian government was helping the Taliban to try and kill us. And I knew that. Did the, you? Uh, How did you know yeah, that? Yeah. Oh, because it was perfectly clear a lot of weapons that were coming out, uh, a lot of the IEDs had um, Iranian parts in them and Iranian explosives, so we knew it. But what we didn't know, we knew the Russians weren't exactly in favour. I mean, they, they were pretty helpful at the beginning, but their mood changed. But what we later, to find out now that they're putting bounties effectively on the heads of my mates uh, in, in Afghanistan is absolutely disgraceful. It's really shameful. And why, why are America not doing anything about it, not even discussing it? Well, I, to be fair, I don't know that they're not doing anything. Um, yeah. The story broke, and, you know, if I were the CIA or the U.S. Uh, intelligence services, I wouldn't be saying what I was doing about it. But uh, I don't know whether they're doing anything or not. And, I'm and sure they, they will react. Yeah. I mean, didn't they kill 200 yeah. Russians yeah. in one strike a couple of years ago? Uh, the Americans did. Yeah, the Americans. They weren't official soldiers. I just remember it in, uh, in Syria, I think. The Wagner Group, yeah, they were, they were uh, mercenaries. Yeah. But, um, sort of Putin, but they weren't killed yeah. by... They, uh, they, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's different. <laughs> they weren't killed by the Americans. They were killed by uh, Turks, actually. Oh. oh, right. So don't start stirring yeah. it up between other but, countries, I mean, Ash, please. Yeah, Get your facts yeah, right. Yeah, sorry, sorry about, about that, that yeah, Tom. Yeah, the James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Uh, Leicester-style localised lockdowns are just days away from being imposed after dozens of towns and cities saw coronavirus cases surge in the past week, which is going to be terrible news for all of us, isn't it, really? Uh, Dr Peter English, chair of the BMA, joins us now. Uh, doctor, good evening. Good evening. Hello. Is this really, uh, is this really going to be necessary? It's hard to know without having seen all the data, but we do know that the, uh, the way that the case numbers were changing, which is what the arm value measures, was say that the numbers were almost staying the same and close to going up. And with the relaxation of lockdown measures, it seems hard to understand, hard to believe that they won't go up. And as people have been relaxing lockdown measures recently, uh, this is really only what we'd expect. Mm. So is it going to get worse then from now on? And, it's hard uh, to imagine that it won't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so is there any other way of doing it or is this going to be the, uh, the best... Um, the best way of, of uh, sorting it out? We do need to understand where the cases are and what's going on, because it mm. may not be that not everywhere needs to be quite as strict mm. with its lockdown or whatever arrangements. 
I think, uh, it may be and, that, um, sorry, go on, carry on, sorry. It, it may be that other things, other than uh, keeping two metres distance, will, will make it easier, such as wearing masks. Uh, it's very striking how in the UK hardly anybody wears masks compared to other countries where it's, uh, you get fined if you don't. Uh, and they are well, we, pretty we, effective at stopping people from transmitting the disease to others. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I mean, we were told by various doctors that it was a waste of time. I think there was a lot of confusion in the medical profession about masks. People were conditioned by Ebola, where the mask was there very much to protect the person wearing it from the the secretions of the people they were treating. What we're talking about with public health use of masks, where the members of the public wear the mask, isn't Mm. to protect them so much from other people. It's because up to 85% of people who have Ebola virus don't know they've got it and can be infectious. So... You can, if you've got people walking around who are infectious but don't know it, and mm. the droplets that come out when I'm talking now, there are, I can, I, you can feel the droplets hitting my hand in front of my face. Oh, I wonder uh, what that was. I could feel. Are, <laughs> <laughs> well, I can feel them anyway. Um, so those, that's how you spread this disease. But if you wear a mask, the mask catches the droplets. You just don't transmit yeah. anything like as much. Yeah. Um, particularly indoors. Outdoors, it seems to be less of a problem because the wind blows them away and the sun burns up the virus. But indoors, yeah. uh, it's a real problem. And if you don't have people wearing masks when they're in indoor spaces where they might get, have to get closer than two metres to other people, then there's a risk of transmission. Mm-hmm. And it will and offer some protection, won't it, on actually getting it yourself as well, even though it's mainly to stop it, you giving it to someone. It, will, it is a barrier between your nose and mouth and the outside world, so it's better than nothing. Absolutely, it's it, it's a small. It doesn't. It, the protection effect isn't as good as the transmission effect. No. But um, but of course, if everybody's wearing masks, then then you protect other people by wearing your mask, and they protect you by wearing theirs. Of course. Theirs. I mean, if a droplet f- sprays at me, it will land on my mask instead of my moustache, which I might lick or something. Yeah. Late, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's Sorry, true. I hope, yeah. Doctor, you've never seen pictures of his moustache. <clears throat> oh my god. One I'd probably look after. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you're expect. I mean, why haven't we seen spikes from all these protests and people at the beach? That's a bit unusual, isn't it? Well, a lot of those events have happened outdoors. As I right, was saying, okay. the, the yeah. transmission outdoors is much lower. I'm yeah. far more worried about the train they travelled on on the way there or back right. and the toilets they used and the cafes they go into while they're there than the being on the beach. A lot of it is happening in factories, food preparation factories. It may be something to do with the refrigeration or something could that be something to do i mean we get colds don't we when we're in the cold so could there there's be... been a lot of speculation as to why mm. particularly meat processing plants where the temperature is kept down at five degrees or lower have been so prone to it it could mm. be that with the low temperatures the droplets don't evaporate as quickly so the mm. virus can spread it could be that they're very noisy places and people happen to go up and shout in each other's faces so they get the droplets spread from shouting um yeah. there are all sorts of reasons that we haven't really we don't completely understand but why do we get colds because cold is a virus but you get it when you're in cold in a cold area so there must no, be no that's 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 a bit of a myth the reason you get colds in winter is because everybody's indoors it's the same oh, as with the, the covid it's because i normally get one when if i've been out without a jumper or something in the winter and then i normally get one you know a couple of couple of days later. well it might make your nose run but that, that, that's not right. necessarily a cold it's not an infection right okay the James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. 
Uh, well, apparently there's a likelihood of 40 degrees temperatures in the UK is rapidly accelerating. Might even go there this year. Who knows? Wow. Uh, Jim Dale. Oh, he's such a good actor, isn't he? I love him in the Carry On films. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, you you might have thought he's not been doing much lately, but he's now uh, changed to doing yeah. uh, weather. He does a lot of Broadway um, theatre as well, Broadway. Oh, does he? Yeah. yeah, and the British Weather Service. Yeah. Uh, new book out called Weather or Not. Yes. Which is, is quite a catchy title, isn't yeah, it? Weather or Not, weather now or not. on Amazon. Yeah. Weather or Not. Weather or Not. I suppose it's because Jim's uh, musical theatre background. Spelt weather as in W-E-A-T-H-E-R. Yeah. Because that's what he thought when he left the Carry On movies. He thought, shall I do weather or not? Yeah, yeah. Well, let's ask him now. Jim, good to talk to you. James, good evening. And it's three months since we spoke and not a lot has happened. I know. Has it? No, oh, no. yes. You're, you're a lot has happened, Jim. With this, all this Jim Dale and all the rest of it. Uh, yeah, not, not a lot has happened. <laughs> Great, greatest <laughs> spring ever. Uh, yeah, I've written my book and it's published and goes out on 9th of <laughs> July and some, some virus or other. That's it. And you're not, you're not, you're not doing any more musical theatre. I never did. I was, as a kid, I was, I was quite good on stage as a kid. To be honest with you, I really was. Uh, oh yeah, go on. Yeah, I got, I got a part of my GCSE English by acting when somebody didn't turn up and I had to sort of do two roles, or as if they were speaking to me and I was sort of giving my bit and they were not giving their bit, and since you thought it was great and marked me up. Oh. Do you do you know? Listen, I've got an I, I've got something. Um, I won't go into it too much, but I was with a mate or a friend, could have been male, could have been female, and uh, we were just having a laugh and everything else. And then we decided, uh, you know, we need to do something just to liven stuff up because. So we thought about improv because when I when I was a, an actor a long, 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 long time ago, I was to love improv. And it's really quite fun. It sounds like that's exactly what you did, Jim. You are really confusing people, are you not, James? Am I? Not really. Why? Yeah. You said you were very good at school uh, and you did this... Um... Yeah, I was. I was. But I think, I think the... Let's just say the slightly older generation is going to be thinking of that guy. He's still alive, you know. He's still, he's still, still out there somewhere. Yeah, yeah he's in America. He does a lot yeah, of hang on, hang on. Hang on. Yeah. Jim, 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 yeah, Jim, yeah. Jim, 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 yeah. I'm pretty sure everybody knows that, Jim. I wouldn't worry about it. It's just, you yeah, know, it, we, we thought it was a bit funny. And if people are that stupid, then they won't be upset because uh, they won't know. No comment. Okay, I mean, that's does, fine. Does, does any... Oh, there are loads of stupid people. None of them listen to my show, by the way. I don't allow stupid <laughs> people to listen. But there are so many... There aren't there, Ash? We're inundated with some yeah, stupid people. Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I bet even you, Jim know some stupid people there are people you know who you think oh no not them again one or two one or two drift past and in the wind yeah. and all the rest of it to get back to the weather yeah they do in and out yeah anyway listen never mind yeah. in and out uh whether or not out now on amazon by this man uh let's talk about whether that's what you do that's your profession you are a weather person um ecologist Senior, senior meteorologist at uh, yeah yeah at British yeah. Weather, but he sounds very young. He uh, is young. Um, he said are he, you young? He did GCSEs. He must be young. I'm young oh, in right. heart. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely young in heart. Let's talk about this. Yeah, I know, you, and and we love you because uh, yeah. some of your colleagues wanted to charge us for coming on and having yeah. a chat. 
Yeah, they do. But we're just happy to plug your book, whether or not out now on Amazon. Um, tell me this. 40 degrees, I couldn't stand 40 degrees. 40 degrees is the Middle East. How likely, we've been up to nearly, what, 37. It's not far off, is it? Yeah, it's not far off. And, you know, the Met Office, the Met Office that put this out, the Adley Centre, 38.7 is our record uh, in Cambridge uh, in 2019, not long ago. Uh, and that was a spike, a single day spike, and then and then the rest of the summer collapsed into a pack of cards, if you like. It, it was it was it was rubbish after that. Um, yeah, you're right. It's very close, and and, and mm. they're talking about by the end of this century when most people listening to this might not be alive, including me. Uh, but I think we're going to get. Oh, that's there. a shame. I know. Can't go on forever. Well, well you can with cryogenics. We were talking about that yesterday. Yeah. You can. Uh, well, maybe. Yeah. But anyway, look, 40 degrees, yeah. uh, I think, is perfectly attainable in in this, I'm going to say in this month, uh, in this decade. There's no reason that, that another yeah. one and a bit temp, uh, degrees C temperature uh, is, 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 is not out of the, yeah. the remit. Well, it's only a number, isn't it? Out. It's it's yeah. more about the humidity. <laughs> I mean, it's more about the humidity, though, isn't it? Because I've been in forty-five degrees in the Dead Sea, and it didn't feel uncomfortable at all. I was yeah. all right. And if we get forty degrees, probably, arguably, the humidity will not be high. You're only going to get forty degrees when it's relatively low, dry, dry yeah. air, yeah. Uh, and all of that. Yeah, you're dead right. I've been in forty degrees in in um, a desert somewhere in Tunisia a long time ago, walking it, and uh, yeah, it doesn't feel that hot really no, no. you know you've got to drink a lot of water well, but that's it yeah you have yeah you have you yeah. don't be silly but and some people can't take it like the girl i was with she couldn't even in the shade she she was overheating some people physically it's not in their dna to take that temperature yeah it's uh when you get into those silly temperatures heat waves and all the rest of it yeah there's, a, there's an, an absolute danger some people do suffer and yeah. at 40 degrees a lot more would suffer it, by the way it's in the book it would be wouldn't it that was uh, the clips for today, the worst of whale, or sorry, sorry, the best of James Whale. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed them. Well, I suppose if you didn't enjoy them, you won't be listening, will you? Anyway, I'll be back 7 o'clock until 10, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. No, but it makes you think, this thing, doesn't it? It, sort of says, it makes your mind question what's going on, doesn't it? It's like a questioning what? thing. Is it? Yeah, maybe it is. It's growing on me. I'll land on my mask instead of my moustache, which I might lick or something. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> well, that's Sorry, true. I hope, yeah. Doctor, you've never seen pictures of his moustache. Oh, my You're one I'd probably look after, yeah. Jumps. Are you the one who gave a dog agent my number? Is that yeah. how they got in touch with me? I'm on a little cut, a little, just a little that? slice. Very small slice, but nevertheless, a slice. Yeah, will you stop Googling everything all the time? No, well, I just wanted to check can... if I was right. I just thought I'll just remember. No, what he right. wanted to try and do, Tom, was prove that he was right, OK? He didn't get the hint, uh, let my big ego get in the way of letting Ron tell us all yeah. how we will be fit and healthier. I thought uh, I thought he had enough well, to say. Well, you have got a big really, ego. You know, it does sometimes get in the way of information sometimes. Damn, yeah, I know. I can't help it. I just can't help it. I'm so sorry.
That was uh, the clips for today, the worst of Whale, or sorry, sorry, the best of James Whale. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed them. Well, I suppose if you didn't enjoy them, you won't be listening, will you? Anyway, I'll be back 7 o'clock until 10, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio. Have a great day. Thank you for listening.